G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan back with you. Today we're going to be talking to a farmer. He's found purpose while dealing with the brokenness and blessing of working on the land. Craig Saunders is a cotton farmer in St George, Western Queensland. He's seen the highs and lows of life on the land, but he's also been active in helping other farmers who also face brokenness and blessing in their lives and families too. Craig, welcome. G'day, Andrew. How are you? I'm good, Craig. Thanks for joining us. Can you tell our listeners today what you are farming out there in St George, Western Queensland? Yeah, thanks for the opportunity, Andrew. I'm on a uh, a family uh, farm and we grow irrigated cotton and that's, that's our business, my dad. Used to do it, and uh, and I'm doing it now, and I'm I'm teaching uh, the rest of my family to do the same. So we're uh, yeah, we've got about two thousand acres or eight hundred hectares, and um, cotton and clothing people is what we do. Excellent, Craig. And so you're a farmer, which is a business, as you said, it's an agribusiness. Can you tell me how you've also found purpose as a man? Uh, not just as a farmer, but as a man through your faith in Jesus. What purpose have you found in the midst of your busyness? Well, I guess you mentioned something at the start. You mentioned the word broken and you mentioned the word blessing. And um, I think as a farmer, uh, well, I know as a farmer, we get broken pretty regularly. But through the brokenness, we, we see the blessing and are a part of the blessing. And what I mean by that is the brokenness comes with drought. It comes with um, with staff, with your own family, with um, hail, with um, there's a whole lot of things that can happen and does happen. Uh, so, so there's a lot of, and you can really look at it as a negative, the brokenness. And then there's the blessing. We could say is the harvest, there's the rain, uh, there's the rivers that run, there's the, the, the really sweet soil that, that we plant into that, and, and certain soil types we get really excited about. We're really broken and blessed at the same time, and that just continues. And out of that purpose, I, I suppose, or, or out of that comes purpose, and you soon work out over it. Well, we, well, actually, you don't soon work it out. I shouldn't have said that. It takes a long time to work out your identity in it all, or it did for me anyway. And I suppose starting off as, um, as someone that used to attend church regularly and then actually... Um, being spirit filled and, uh, and and just being confident in your saviour and knowing that he's sovereign changes everything. And so out of that comes that purpose, that purpose to to actually engage with people, to um, to be holistic, uh, not just a, yeah, it's just not just not a wake up one morning. Let's just put the seed in the ground. There, there's a whole lot of people that are involved and. I actually find the blessing in that working with people is um, is what I enjoy the most. 
And let's talk mm. more about that purpose. So, you know, tell me about those men's uh, weekends you've done, bringing blokes in to, to spend time together as men. What that was about was just getting men together and uh, everyone's on a level playing field. What what the purpose was was to have those men share what's on their heart, whether it whatever that would be, and then different people would minister to them. Uh, and what I mean by that is, minister's a little bit of a religious word. What I mean is, is to do do life with that person, to actually get together, find out the the depth of where they're at, who they are, what problems they face. And, uh, and 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 the good things also that's going in their life. So it's just not about the weekend or that or that day. It's about doing life with uh, some of those chaps after they leave. And uh, it it wasn't a, a fix or a or a um, uh, what do I say a, a, an antidote to any problem. It was just a way of men being able to express themselves. Yeah, to others, and that was that was really successful, and uh, it worked well. Uh, we, there's a lot of healing. But let me ask, so these men's gatherings, you, you'd have blokes coming from 100 square miles, wouldn't you, bringing their swag and camping out for a weekend as a group. What motivated you to do that? Did someone tell you to do it, Craig, or you just had a desire in your heart to, to organise these gatherings? Yeah, mate, it kicked off. Um, Angus Bucken uh, had the Mighty Men's Movement and still does, and that filled a void. And and that was in my life, and it was it was great just to be amongst other men and just just to hear what other men were doing and and what they faced, and and so that became a an inspiration for me, and it was nice uh, to be part of that, and it was Angus's um, encouragement, I'll say, of, of gathering together. You know, when two or more are gathered, cool stuff happens. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, Jesus is there with us, and and it's just yeah, it, it, and it was exactly that. Cool stuff happened, and and so we just kept gathering together. So you just started putting the word out, hey hey fellas, we're going to have a a thing this weekend or whenever what weekend, and, and blokes just started coming. And at its peak, how many men were coming to these these weekend aways, mate? Oh, the the biggest one was a uh, hundred and ten, and those guys travelled. There's some guys that travelled over a thousand kilometres, so. It it was just um, yeah, it was it was cool to see the effort that guys put put into um, getting together. And so men just coming together, and like you said, it wasn't just the weekend that provided the the fix or or the blessing, but it was just relationships were formed. So it was almost like a networking event for for blokes out in the bush, just to meet other blokes and and maintain relationships moving forward, which. You know, as we both know, Craig, loneliness is one of the biggest killers in our modern world, and just connecting men together is so healthy, isn't it? Oh, for sure, mate. Um, everyone that's listening could relate that men have got problems. <laughs> just like, just <laughs> speak like, for yourself, Craig. Like, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> just like, um, oh, I'm thinking ladies do too, but I could be wrong. But it's, uh, you know, we we gotta we gotta just uh, talk about it. And uh, it becomes pretty clear pretty quick that um, you'll find that your issue might be uh, there'll be someone else's, you know, got the same problems. But I mean, I'm going to the problems. But generally in life, it's a it's a little bit of a sad thing when things are going great. We just put our head down and, and it's all good, and we don't look up. Um, we're, we're always looking down. Yeah. And uh, when things get a little bit crooked, that's when we start looking up, and uh, we might even put a bit more effort into prayer. 
So it's uh, and so that's you know it, it's really what he, what drew drew those men was uh, was certain issues yeah. going on in their life. Well, it's it's and a remarkable story, Craig, because you could easily, like I said, just be self consumed, just enjoying your life or just getting on with your own life. But you just took the time and the effort to gather these men together and just create such blessing to men. I didn't know there were guys travelling from a thousand kilometres away. That's incredible. But let's talk about the blessing as well that you've seen in your farming business and in the midst of challenges as well, but how God has blessed the work of your hands. Can you give us some testimonies about that? Yeah, I can, Andrew. Where God's blessed us here is, it's a funny thing. When you're obedient, you sort of get blessed, eh? And, uh, That's it. It's just a bit of, just. But sometimes we mightn't hear or we're not really listening and that's when, uh, you know, so that's where the trouble starts. So just um, hearing and praying and listening. And uh, so little story there, uh, a number of years ago, and you know this story, Andrew, when uh, we get these dry times and it can be pretty ordinary, but you can, the glass half full person in me says, oh, it'll rain it. It'll be good, and it, 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 every bit of me wants to plant large acres of um, crop. And know this: out here, if you don't get the rain, or or the river doesn't run, and you can't put that water on your crop, you get you can harvest zero, zero, yep. nothing. So it's very important to get your acreage right right at the start. It's like a foundation of the house. If if you overplant. And uh, you don't have enough water at that crop, uh, you'll you'll be punished. <laughs> you, yeah. you'll, you'll, it'll hurt. And I'll, and I've been there and done that. So, so we're looking for um, some direction there. And and, um, and it, you know, I had the family praying, and and um, it, it was actually a great a great time because um, when we met as a family, we we all had uh, some some had uh, just felt that it was a certain acreage, and others. Others had a dream. I actually had a dream on this, and it was pretty cool. It was basically, it sounds horrible, but half my crop was on fire, and it, it actually, so this is, was the dream, that I'd lost half the production of, of, my, of, of my cropping area. And here I am in the dream in the office working this out, and I was like, oh, it's exactly half. So when I woke up and I remembered it, I was like, oh, it's easy. I'm just going to plant half. I'm going to plant half my area. But I got a little bit positive, and when you're in these air-conditioned tractors and you're planting and you're looking over at your next paddock, it's very easy <laughs> to go. I might just keep planting. This is this feels good, and this is something that um, I've learned. Feelings are very deceptive. Feelings yep. are not the truth. They're just feelings. And uh, I thought, you know, if I plant this next paddock, I'm sure it's going to be right. Look, as it as it all turned out, and and as we're irrigating through the season, as we get these rain events. If I'd planted exactly half my acreage, I would have had the perfect amount of water, just spot on, and I would have got a sensational yield. But because I was a bit greedy and I pushed it that bit more, um, I still went okay. But mate, I lost. I, I did. I had to quantify it, as we do. We quantify things with the dollars, and yeah, yeah so it was a couple hundred thousand down. And I thought, yeah. That was a good lesson. Like it's just do, just do what you're told to do. So sometimes we can ask and we get a get receive a um, direction, but we just like to push it a bit. So it's it's a lesson of obedience, and you've just learnt over the years because, like you were saying to me, you know, on average, you guys get about 19 inches of rain out there per year. But some years it's less, some years it's more. But it's not like we can just pray God 
completely overturn the weather pattern and, and give us 30 inches of rain every year, is it? It's more a case of working with God because he knows when it's going to rain and he knows when there's going to be drought and sort of working with him in obedience. Would that be a fair statement? Oh, that is, that's what I've learned, Andrew. Absolutely, that's a fair statement. And you've got to meet him where he's at. Yeah, he's in control. And um, we can pray for a rainforest in St. George in Western Queensland, um, but probably not going to happen because it, it hasn't happened in the past and that's just not our weather. Well, I'll tell you what, um, so if it did happen, it, it'd be a tourist attraction. Your town would be transformed because <laughs> <laughs> I'd come out to see it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And I suppose it's just being realistic. And, and yeah, it, we've just got to be real and keep it real. Craig, it's been a real pleasure talking to you, and we're definitely going to talk to you again in the future as well. But I want to thank you for your time today and for joining us and sharing a little bit of your story of finding purpose and also blessing in your agribusiness out there in Western Queensland. Thanks to uh, Vision and the team. Uh, Keep up the good work. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 